Good morning, Patriots. And it's Friday, November 3rd in the year 2023. It's been a good week. It's been a busy week. And I'm glad to be near the end here a little bit, if that's even a statement, because we cont- we're going to continue shows through tomorrow as well. Trying to catch up on some of the days down on all this craziness that we've had. So they'll be, should be, I'll, I'll schedule them. You'll see them. But I'm planning on another, on the Saturday morning prayer show like this. Of course, our Sunday shows are going to be Prayer Sunday, which we didn't do last week. And we're going to do it this week. And I may be dividing some of that up because we have quite a stacking going on of uh, prayers from last week. So don't be surprised if tomorrow morning's show is longer and we go into some prayers, which I think are really important to do. Obviously, it's a big part of our week. And see if we can't take a couple of blocks of uh, prayer time to really get ourselves back on track and what we do best, which is truly prayer and healing, which I think is the core of everything we do. Patriots, before we begin, just to be very clear, there is a lot of there is a lot of issue going on right now in our financial state, and we know that. And there are crazy things going on. We have a lot of movement of Chinese banks now in Shanghai pulling out, and there's a lot of shifting towards a gold standard. This is going to affect the dollar, whether we like it or not. At the same time, we have billions of more dollars now being pumped into this war with Israel. We are seeing our national debt skyrocket. The M2 money supply is literally as low as it's ever been. We are heading into a moment of massive transition. And so be prepared. That's the bottom line. And financially, that means you need to protect your hard-earned money for retirement. Birch Gold has been with us now for over a year. They're a great company. They're great folks over there, and they literally know how to take care of you when it comes to your retirement savings, and that's hard-earned savings that you've done. Here's what you need to do. Type BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Text it to 989898. And so they, with that, you will receive an information packet on gold-backed tax-deferred IRAs. Read through it. Get knowledgeable. That's the first thing always. Then give them a call. The fastest way you're going to get for them to help you is if you already have an existing 401k or IRA that you want to move into a precious metals account or precious metals backed account. They're going to be able to guide you the whole process, but that's what they do best. They help with these retirement savings accounts and getting them into something that's deferred, tax deferred, and precious metals backed. Precious metals is going to be the most important aspect of everything we do. So head on over to Birch Gold and or obviously start with the packet. You type BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to 989898, and then receive that info packet, go through it, and give them a call today. It's something you definitely want to do. Patriots, there's a lot of chatter right now about the coming doom and gloom. There's a piece I heard this morning talking about how today is the day that Iran and the rest of the country or the rest of the world is now telling Washington, D.C. that Washington, D.C. is a target and that Washington, D.C. is going through COG or continuity of government models expecting to be slaughtered and so forth. There's a real interesting point here in fear that I need to emphasize. And it's there's no doubt that our military has been compromised with this bioweapon. There is no doubt that our military is being compromised by policies of corrupt and evil cabal that have seized control of leadership. There's no doubt that the military will need to do a purge to save it. I, I, none of those things I'll even dispute. What I do caution everybody on is getting ramped up in these doomsday scenarios. The U.S. military is still a mighty force. And it is its intention ultimately and its number one role is to protect the homeland. 
that function happens in many tiers. So obviously we have the, the force projection capability that we have, which you're seeing that in the news a lot, sending plane loads of troops overseas to try to deplete our domestic capability and get us wrapped into another endless war in the Middle East, which we have no business being in, and trying to use the religious fervor to pit Christians and Muslims against each other, another reason we need to stay out of that completely. But ultimately, there is a part of this that is doesn't get deployed, and that's the strategic defense part of that. And I say all that because, yes, there is a lot of activity happening on a global scale to try to tear us from inside. What we don't want to do is fall to the the elements of fear or even worse, shame. One of the biggest things that's going on right now in our media and is to constantly propagandize everyone in this country about how evil we are. I want to be very clear in this understanding who the perpetrator is of the evil. It is not the American people. The perpetrator of this evil is our government. They have become a tyrannical group that is literally at this point in time been hijacked and, and we are occupied by a Zionist regime that is forcing loyalty to an Israeli Satanist cult that's running that country and forcing us into a place where we are supposed to be involved in every war that they choose so that they can destroy the blood of our young and not put the focus on building a great world, the, the, the greatness of what America was intended to be. That's our enemy and it's not the world. And unfortunately for a lot of the world, one is, I think they know this. If you pay attention to a lot of what goes on in the news, you'll hear people keep talking to Americans as saying, stand strong patriots. What we see is a media that is so hijacked and so controlled by intelligence agencies that the only message that you get out, and many times it's a message that ends up being reflected in the patriot news and in the alternate news, is this idea that we are a criminal country. No, we are a country run by a criminal class. And unfortunately, who gets cross, caught in the crosshairs too often are our soldiers. And that's, to me, that's heartbreaking. These are people that gave their lives to a nation and they literally to an oath to protect and defend. And in doing so, there is a trust aspect there that the government will be of the people, by the people, for the people. And that's not what's happening. And to do that, if you really consider this a, a indenturing to themselves to a nation, saying that I will serve myself at any cost to protect and defend the, our nation and against foreign powers that seek to take away liberty and freedom from others. I don't care your position on war. I, I have a mixed position on war. When I say that, I have no, no tolerance for war that's being used to run agendas for banksters and criminal cabals that traffic children and use our military as a means to get to their end. And those people that do that deserve a one-way ticket to the lake of fire and I will, and probably a couple millstones along the way. So I say all this because we're, we're in a narrative cycle right now where people are constantly being inundated with the threat of war and increasingly the, the destruction or the evil of the United States that we are somehow led to be guilty or better, we are, should be heavily burdened with shame. I want to read this passage this morning before we go into prayer. And this is from Philippians 3, 17. This is Paul who wrote this, obviously. Brothers and sisters, together follow my example and observe those who live by the pattern we gave you. For there are many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears 
who live as enemies of the cross of Christ, rejecting and opposing his way of salvation, whose fate is destruction, whose God, in low case, is their belly, their worldly appetite, their sensuality, their vanity, and whose glory is their shame, who focus their mind on earthly and temporal things. But we are different because our citizenship is in heaven, and from there we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by exerting that power which enables him even to subject everything to himself, will not only transform but completely refashion our earthly bodies so that they will be like his glorious resurrected body. That is so important at this moment in time for everybody to really start taking in. And I'm pushing this because we have the power in words of life and death. Don't be caught in spellcasting that these people want us to be in of having the spellcasting of shame and destruction. Our country is an amazing country, an amazing body of people that come together in a wide mix of things. Let's honor that. Let's be all that that's intended to be. And let's push past this propagandized nonsense that's going on to let us lead us into the pit of hell by our own free will. That just cannot stand. Patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this moment here this morning as we come together and assemble in our fellowship that reaches globally. And Father, as we once again get our feet underneath us with all of the amazing cycles of deliverance and, and unity and fellowship that's been building over the last six weeks and also having overcome some very malicious attacks of trying to prevent our fellowship from growing and building, let us honor that, Father, and thank you here today humbly before you as we we say amen and raise our hands and say thank you, Father, and for the glory of all that you continue to bring and the glory you bring into our hearts and the, the moment that we have to share with one another each and every day. Father, we're living in a world right now that is being defined literally by the destructions of the evil hands of this cabal. They are trying so hard to force and bring everybody into a global fight to literally pit brother against brother. And we forget, truly, in these moments, the sanity of which was given to us by our Savior. And the, the key words in John 15, 13, no one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. Father, you made all things. You are the creator of everything. And yet we forget this when we start talking about religions. And we forget this when we start talking about politics. And we begin to look at each other with eyes of hatefulness and rather than eyes of love and compassion. We forget this when we, in these midst of the flurries of propaganda that try to tell us that there is one religion that's superior to another or there is one group of people that hates you more than another. And we forget that principal place in which we work from, which is the place of forgiveness. Father, today we pray for a forgiving and loving heart and a concept that for so many in this time is difficult to process, especially when the pulpit has been speaking even of going to war to side with Israel as a, some sort of a childlike anticipation of an Armageddon, looking instead at the end of times as a glorified thing where blood will flow in the streets as and the descriptions that they give because somehow this is going to provoke a greater era. Father, I speak boldly by myself, but all those that join in will say amen in agreement, and that is that this is a blasphemous way of talking about Scripture, and it is one that I rebuke and one that I call upon and to have these churches silenced and these pulpits destroyed, 
This is not a this is not a message of peace. And so, Father, I stand here today with all those that will join in in the gap on the wall, speaking out and speaking against this message that is coming out of any of our pulpits to promote and aside with Israel as a way for war instead of praying for peace and and the acceptance of Christ in the heart of both Israel and those that are coming against them. This is the center point of true, true love and the Prince of Peace, which is to accept Christ in our hearts, to bring unity and strength and deliver us from those things of this world, to separate us from the earthly things that we have, to say, as Paul did in Philippians 3, to take them away from a God of their belly, of worldly appetites, their sensuality, their vanity, and those things that are the glory of their shame. So, Father, we we rebuke that, and we rebuke those pulpits that speak that. We rebuke those, the the mosques that speak for more. We cast them out. We rebuke them, and we ask, Father, and we declare that these these places of worship that are speaking of war be cast down, that their places of worship be vacated, and they be and their foundations of their worship centers be destroyed. This is not a, a place of of peace, but rather these are the kindlings of war dogs that seek to put humanity against humanity, to put brother against brother, to develop a worldly rift of blood sacrifice and hate that will last for generations. And we absolutely stand against this and we rebuke this. And for any of the Christian churches that are waving this flag of war, the same churches, it's in so many ways that have waved the flag of the rainbow. These are churches that are conquered. These are churches now speak the lips speak from the lips of the, the father of lies themselves, and they need to be rebuked and need to be shut down. Father, what we seek now is the brotherhood in Christ, this unity and this power, this glory within the love of each other, and the glory of understanding that love is a mightier sword in all of this. It is the forgiveness at the center of this, to be able to convey to people that you are forgiven in your sins in this time, not after death. For Christ gave himself on the cross to give us freedom in this hour and in freedom in the acceptance of him, in the fullness of all that he is, so that we may be returned and resurrected into the body and reborn into this world in the, in the image of him. So, Father, as we t- do this and as we take on his name through our baptismals and our baptismals in water and fire, let us speak and walk in that name, for we walk under the name Lord Jesus Christ. And so let us be that. Let us step away from the pettiness of politics. Let us step away from the trivialities of the hatefulness that come about. And let us now seek to be the stewards, the princes, the priests of this world, where we speak into the world life, not death. Father, this ultimately comes down to a mightiness of an hour where it is the competition between the spirit of life and the spirit of death. And we speak life into this world. We speak life. We speak love. We speak unity. And we speak to the destruction of the evil words and things that are designed to divide us and to crush us and to weaken us. For, Father, we are great in this world, for we are made in your image. And we are stepping into these authorities which you have given us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to heal the sick and broken, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to ultimately do greater works than he. Father, that takes a heart within us, a vulnerability before the throne and before the world. And so let us all, and we pray this this morning, let us all have that willingness to step out into the world and be vulnerable with who we are so that we may become closer to you. And in so doing, let us be those emissaries, those apostles of our day that will be reaching out to bring people to the love of the body of Christ, 
to be able to suffer the ills of this world without fear and to be able to speak truth into this world that carries and conveys the power of life with the words in which we speak. For we have been given the power of life and death in what we speak. Let us speak life. Father, we thank you for all that you give, and we thank you for these hours of continued clarity and discernment, and may discernment pave our way ahead. May we see each step ahead of us with the clarity of virgin steps in snow. There is no debating where we go, simply that we, you are guiding us in that path, and let us embrace that path with our free will, with the boldness and glory in which lives in our heart. Let us be warriors in Christ. And let us not be deterred by the words of our news and the words of the, of the eras, the things around us that constantly try to derail us and place us in a, a, a submissive place where we must give in and must give in deeply to the, the wills of this evil. We will not submit. We will not bow. We will only bow to you, Father. For we do not walk in this world. We walk with this world, alongside of this world. And we walk with Jesus in our heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So real quick, and just as we continue, food is a weapon system. We know that. And they're going to use food as they go forward anywhere they can. I never like highlighting the, the panic and the craziness that goes on because there is a measure of this that we can self-create. But the reality is that we're in some very unstable times and some things that we just have a lot of unknowns. And we don't really know where those things are or what will happen. So in, in keeping in that alignment, don't be unprepared. That means you need to have a food system in your house that will be able to help you and your neighbors. But in particular, you need to have a foundation for your family that is unshakable and is countable in, in the times of need. My Patriot Supply is the largest supplier of emergency food. Their products are extremely well built and engineered. They have 2,000 calories a day in their meal plans, diverse flavors, and the energy and, and nutrition that you need to be sustained with about 2,000 calories a day in the intensity of, of, of crisis. So head on over to our website, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Check out My Patriot Supply. Great company, great products. Take advantage of these. It's time to get your three-month emergency food kit. It's super important. And with that, make sure that you understand that with, by doing that, you're creating a foundation and a security for your family unlike any other. So head on over again to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, Choose and select a three-month emergency food packet for every member of your family. Get it on the shelf. It'll last for 25 years, and you'll absolutely be happy you did. It's an insurance policy. We don't want those sorts of events to happen, but in the reality of what we're facing in this world, the probability is increasing that something's going to come knocking at our door. We just don't want to be ill-prepared. So again, preparewithbards.com, three-month emergency food kit. Take advantage of it today. The cycles that we're in, Patriots, are look to be very doom doomed ridden. And I, I will tell you this very honestly, as, and we have some great advertisers and great sponsors here. And if you're listening to the things that I'm saying, that often I'm tempering those messages a bit from the fear and, and warmongering and really trying to focus in on the practicality, which all of the sponsors I'm blessed to have, and they are all based on very practical and pragmatic approaches to our life, whether it's getting your, your savings backed by precious metals, that's godly, by the way, whether it's keeping your skills up for self-defense, that would be iTarget Pro. Whether you're trying to get emergency food supplies on shelf, that's wise. That goes to Joseph filling the, the silos. That's my Patriot Supply. Whether it's EMP Shield, where you're trying to get something and preparing to save your electronics, whether it's an EMP or a lightning strike or solar flare. 
all of these things in these can easily be converted into fear porn. And I refuse to do that in part because I keep getting a nudge from our father. And, and every time I speak into these things, I'm reminded temperance and wisdom. And this is why I bring this up. We have a, a cycle of fear that is what this world is built on. And the crazier things get, the more that fear comes in about us and tries to crush us. Don't let it. This is a place where we have to stay clear in our minds and our focus of what we are and who we are. And in this era, we can be assured that God does not see the outcomes that we do. We will paint the pictures of negativity and we will paint the pictures of doom because we do that well. That's part of the deep programming that has occurred over generations. But we are greater than all of this. We are truly of him. And so though I read this a lot, three times yesterday, I do want to read part of this again. And this is John 15, which has just become such an important verse for me personally in these last few weeks. And I just want to recap this. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if you are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourself to be my true disciples. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teachings, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. That's John 15, 1 to 11. Really recommend reading that for your daily devotional. It is a powerful passage. It is one that reminds me constantly of that walk and where we need to be. For we are not of this world, but we walk alongside. But most importantly, we walk within the body of Christ. In these times, when things can get crazy, when there's so much clamorings of war, and there are many, It is all designed to make us believe in an end that is terminal and that is worldly and earthly. And in so doing, to try to separate us from our deeper faith in him. We know very well that no matter what the outcome here, it's not in our control. And ultimately, it is in God's control. And whatever our role is here, we must pursue that which God gives us the path to follow and do that intensely and and fervently with our hearts. We must seek that which he wants us to do. We must listen to him and be obedient to the directions which he follows. Not everything is mapped out because that's part of free will. God knows the beginning and the end, but there's a lot in the middle that is decided by us. 
choices that we can make to be obedient with him or not. But choose him, choose life, choose Jesus in your walk. And in those moments of, of trial, and even to moments where I'll add the word travail, where we are sit here overwhelmed with the pain and the, and the intercessionary moments of this world, seek him, seek him deeper and more, more completely. Last week was unbelievable for me in the amount of, of sorrow that was placed upon my heart. Some was within my heart, some was sharing that of God, but either way, he was showing me a reflection of his heart through me. And it was so painful at times. Yet it's so freeing as we go through it and we embrace him and let him walk with us to show us that greater place and what comes out of it, an appreciation for a greater love in this world. The mightiest weapon we carry right now is that sword of the spirit. It is bold, it is courageous, it is fearless, it is destructive to evil, and yet it is healing to man. So patriots lean into that, wield it boldly, wield it precisely, and understand that we are the children of the Most High. And as we step into that anointing and this hour and this time, we are literally raising up those around us. It's leveling up. This world is designed to break down. Our role is to level up and bring this the glory of the kingdom into our neighborhoods, into the depths of our home, and even into our greater communities that reach beyond where we live. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered 
by those who move forward. And so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 